What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Make Your Own Biscuits. For those that don't know, I am your host, Matt Reeves, a serial entrepreneur. I own and operate S4S Elite Training, which is a basketball training and developmental company. I also own S4S Elite Prints, which is a t-shirt printing company in collaboration with QWERTY Direct Printing in Linden, New Jersey. Uh, I also co-own Infinite Ethos, which is a music media and marketing company with my partner, Jermaine Fletcher. I've been away for some time. Uh, I know I'm a little late with this episode. I need you guys to do me a favor. When you check this, please hit me up and let me know what day you would like to receive your fresh baked biscuits on. Let me know what day works best for you. I'm trying to figure out a schedule. I thought maybe Monday would be a good day, uh, but maybe you guys might need a midweek pick-me-up and would do better with having something on a Wednesday. Um, I don't know. Let me know. This is still early in the game, and so I'm just trying to figure it out as I go, but your feedback would help me a great deal. Um, So much stuff going on, so many incredible things to talk to you guys about in the near future. I believe the uh, following episodes, I'm going to get into some more business stuff. Excuse me. For those of you that um, may or may not know how to get started uh, building your first business, whether it's, um, you know, getting your credit right, establishing business credit or personal credit, uh, I plan to help you guys with all of that stuff. So let me know. Give me some feedback. Hit me up. Let me know what you guys would like to learn about, hear about. Uh, discuss um, today's topic confronting conflict so a really good friend of mine sent this video to me of two young girls in a lunchroom and the one girl was sitting down in a seat already and the other girl I guess wanted the seat and The first girl was like holding on to the edge of the table and, you know, proclaiming that this was her seat. And the other girl, these are young kids. The other girl was like, you know, I don't really care. You know, I'm taking a seat. And she grabs the little girl and puts her on the floor or throws her to the floor and takes the seat. And, you know, while this is going on, the little girl is calling for the teacher. I think, I believe the teacher's name was Miss Debbie. So she's calling for this teacher. And of course the teacher doesn't hear her. They're in a lunchroom, kids are doing whatever they're doing. And the little girl just proceeds to cry while the other little girl is uh, now in the seat, has taken full control of the seat. And the comment was, you know, this is sad, you know. <laughs> And I said, you know, to a certain extent, bullying is necessary because it teaches you a valuable lesson. And um, now I just want to be clear. I don't encourage nor do I condone bullying. But what I will say is that's a lot like life. That situation with that little girl, although between those two young girls, I've seen that happen in my own life. I'm just minding my business, so I believe, and life happens. It literally pulls me out of my seat, 
and throws me to the floor. And no matter who I call to for help, no one can help me out of this situation. And I have to make a decision. Am I gonna fight for this space that I'm in or just allow whatever it is that I'm going through to take control of me and whatever it is that I've established and now either lose my, my position or just completely lose my confidence. I've had to confront many a bullies in my life. Uh, and I think th this is twofold, right? Because on one hand, we have to look at the physical act of bullying, right? Because there's the emotional aspect of it as well when we just use it as a metaphor for life or for what happens in life. But then there's the, the physical uh, element that we need to look at where what's going on with uh, the aggressor at home that makes her aggressive in that way, right? What's happening to her? How is she now, you know, being bullied somewhere else? What's making her exhibit this behavior? And then on the flip side, what's allowing the other little girl to allow that to happen? What's what's happened to her confidence within herself where she would even now take on this position of essentially being a victim in this situation, right? Because oftentimes we look at the aggressor to take responsibility, right? But we never look at the person who is quote unquote the victim in this situation and saying, how can I prevent this from happening going forward, right? And it's tough. It's tough, especially when you're dealing with kids and you're looking at a situation like bullying and it's so rampant now where it's like the society is aggressively attacking this bullying thing. So it's tough. It absolutely is. And I understand that. And I'm, I don't want to make light of it. And again, I'm saying I don't condone it. However, I think that there's also something beneficial that we can take from it. And I'm gonna hopefully explain to you why I feel the way that I feel. I've seen what happens to people who are bullied throughout their childhood and never learn to fight back. They essentially become emotional bullies later on in life. Th that cop that you run into, that's just lacks, he just lacks, you know, he or she just lacks understanding and is just an, an absolute jerk nine times out of ten they were bullied in school that teacher that is you know extremely obnoxious is just ridiculously rude to the students was probably bullied in school that basketball coach that just screams and yells was probably bullied probably didn't get much playing time if they ever played at all and and then, and then also, a lot of times you'll see this in significant others where you may not be aware of this if you didn't grow up with the person. They may have gotten bullied in their life and now they become an emotional bully in a relationship where things don't go their way, their way. They cry, they throw tantrums, they have these fits because they never learned how to properly fight back. 
they've never figured out how to take control of a situation and not let the situation take control of them. So the only thing they know how to do is kick, scream, cry, argue, get loud, whatever it is that allows them to feel like they have some sort of an edge now in the situation, right? Usually what, I, what I've seen is, especially in relationships, the person who is, is who, who was bullied in their childhood, they're very confrontational in their relationships. And it's very hard for them to work well with their significant other because they fear their significant other taking control of them. They don't want to give anyone control. And so something as simple as being able to work together now becomes this process of just constant arguments. So I really want to attack this thing as, as, as best I can, and hopefully it helps someone, right? So we have the situation with the two uh, young ladies, the little girls that were, that, were, that were fighting. And then fast forward, I've seen situations where my players are bullied by coaches or teammates, right? Where they're attempting to fit in the way they could be the most dominant player on a team, but because they're they're not a part of the quote unquote in crowd, they literally change the dynamics of their personality to fit in just so that other players on the team pass them the ball. That's also a form of bullying. And you could literally destroy your entire basketball career by succumbing to something like that, right? I've seen situations where I have other players where, you know, they're in school and they have a project that's due and it's a group project and they're doing the majority of the work and they don't understand the frustration of their parents when they're like, hey, you got to speak to your classmate about, you know, doing their part. It's a frustrating thing for a parent to watch their child be taken advantage of. Now, I've also seen where coaches do things to tear kids down. They don't even realize the power of the position that they have, and they just tear kids down. They're so quick to scream and yell and throw fits and say things. I mean, I know of one coach at a particular high school uh, coaching against this coach at one point by far had the more talented team but we ended up blowing him out because of a decision he made uh, in the first quarter where he completely lost it on his two best players and not only did he lose them for that game he lost them for the rest of the season and it's amazing how you know, if we don't if we don't encourage each other, if we don't encourage our children, if we don't encourage our friends and family members to stand up to these uh, various types of emotional bullies by confronting conflict head on, not disrespectfully, not even necessarily with the same energy that it comes at you with, but understanding how to diffuse it and speak up for yourself. What's going to happen is we're going to create this behavior where kids are constantly trying to fit in 
where people are in relationships that serve them no purpose, allowing themselves to be mistreated by someone who was poorly, you know, treated or mistreated in their life. And so this is a constant thing. And it's just this vicious cycle of hurt people hurting people because they never took the time to deal with it. Right. One of the biggest things that I do in my workouts is I take the players and I put them in uncomfortable situations. I make them I make the girls go up against guys that are older, stronger, faster, and I throw them in the fire. I, I try to get them to be comfortable with being uncomfortable in situations so so that when they go into hostile environments, you know, to play these sports, they're unaffected because they've trained in, an, in a hostile environment. They're ready for that. So when they when they go to those uh, different sporting events at these different gyms around the country, they thrive because, you know, they existed in that space, right? They're not afraid of any challenge. And that process of falling in love with the ugly and meeting conflict head on, it's difficult at first. Some players, I lose because the parents coddle them so much, they actually remove them from the environment because it's just too much. There's certain players that I know of that would be so much further along if their parents would have just allowed them to go through it. Just allowed them to go through it. They were so focused on making the situation comfortable for them. And I mean, from the smallest thing to the greatest thing, right? From the size of the gym, the look of the gym, who's at the workout, older, younger, for for a long time, I would have, you know, players ask me, who's gonna be at the workout? And it wasn't making sure that there was enough competition, it was making sure that there wasn't the competition there. Because if I said certain names, then I knew that those players wouldn't show up. And so I got to the point where I would just tell them, don't worry about who's gonna be at the workout, just show up. And I'm telling you, certain players just stop coming and their parents allow them to do that. You know, I, again, I know other players where right now they're upset and will probably never touch a basketball again because they allowed someone to take that dream from them. Either the coach, you know, occupied their time, had them coming to practices, being committed six, seven days a week, being committed to these practices, working hard, doing whatever, not getting any playing time. And I'm not talking about a kid that can't play. I'm talking about the best kid on the team, if not top two or three. And they're on the end of the bench, barely getting any playing time. Because some coach is using their power to be an emotional bully and play these head games with young people's lives, their futures. Literally robbing them of an opportunity to play college basketball and receive college scholarships free. You know, they going to basketball, get, excuse me, going to college and getting this education for free. They're interfering with that. And they get high off of this, this power. I, I personally know of situations where high school coaches had letters from colleges for players on their team that they never gave the players. 
they literally kept the college let i know this sounds you know almost hard to believe but literally but when you've gone through situations in your life where you never healed from the bullying and you never confronted the bullying what you essentially become is a bully yourself and so i just want to encourage you guys anyone that's out there that's listening to this whether you're an adult whether you're a teenager you cannot run from these situations you have to meet it head on i would be a lot further in my life if i started to confront the conflict earlier on i used to hate conflict but i hated it because there were moments in my life where i was abused and so you you have to kind of get away from the victim mentality and i've seen very strong people allow themselves to 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 be in these situations without even realizing it they, they'll just kind of get into a situation where it's like i don't want to disrupt anything here i just i want people to i want these people to like me i want i want this acceptance i want to make this experience as smooth as possible and so instead of setting the standard raising the bar changing the culture they go and they assimilate and they allow whatever's happening to them and others to continue to happen i have another player who moved to a, uh, another state and i stay in touch with with the family as much as, as possible and he has this this coach that is like literally trying to rip him apart and my 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 challenge to him was hey speak up confront the coach and if you can't confront the coach then you need to confront the athletic director and if you can't confront the athletic director then you need to go and confront the principal because this is your life this is your dream these are your goals don't let anyone take that from you right and i keep using players because for me the the parallels between sports business and life they're all very similar some of you out there right now are deal you know you're dealing with a boss that's literally bullying you but because you're worried about how you're going to feed your family and putting food on the table you're allowing this boss to do the wrong thing even though there are bylaws in place that protect you you just don't want to rock the boat so you allow yourself to work a job that you hate dealing with people that you don't like at all all because you won't confront the conflict and i and again i'm not talking about like exhibiting ratchet behavior I mean, literally, professionally confronting the conflict and checking that person, putting them in their place so that they understand it's not okay to do what you're doing to me. You might be able to get away with doing that to other people, but you're not going to do that to me. And it's so important that we do that. At the same time, you know, there, there, are, there are those that are in relationships right now, you know, with people that they love and they're not putting their foot down to deal with this emotional bully that they're in love with you know it, yeah it's easy to just walk away but to hold a person accountable for how they treat you is difficult it's difficult especially if you if you truly love them and they're the type of person that melts down at the first sign or hint that they're doing something wrong you have to be willing to confront the conflict 
And the, and the first thing you need to do is confront the conflict within yourself. Ask yourself this question. What's going on inside of me that is causing me to allow this to happen? Or why do I think this is okay? Right? You got to... I, I do believe that there are instances where we can be trapped. I don't think... I don't subscribe to the mindset that um we just choose to be trapped. I, I, I don't... I used to think that way. I don't think that way anymore. I don't think it's just a decision that you're making. I think sometimes we're compelled by our morals and ethics, our own personal convictions. I think we're compelled by, uh, you know, those things, a culmination of those things. And that keeps us in situations, you know, where we are trapped, where we feel trapped because we're so bent on trying to do the right thing and staying true to who we are. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. However, understanding that, what I would encourage you to do is build up the courage to confront the individual. Build up the courage to hold people accountable for how they treat you. If, if you know in your heart that something isn't right, then you need to speak up. And again, you don't have to speak up with violence, malice. You don't have to speak up with disrespect or attitude. You can be professional. You can be kind. But you need to check the situation or the person. Because if you don't, you're setting yourself up to constantly have to face that test throughout your life. So you have to figure out how do I handle this without compromising what I believe in, without compromising who I am, what I stand for? How do I confront this situation? I have a, a very dear friend of mine who um, did a favor for a friend and the favor actually took longer than what was expected. And of course, the friend was a little bothered by this. Right. And that's that's understandable but at the same time now they're they're handling the person who you know did this favor for them with total disregard and a lack of appreciation it, it wasn't like you know the, the the friend did this on purpose it just so happens that this is the way the situation played out so i think that it's important to understand that gratitude is always necessary in every situation i have a, a friend of mine you know, he's like a, a older brother to me. His name is Dwayne. Uh, in a small amount of time, he's done more to help me along in my process uh, as a clothing designer than, you know, guys that I've known for almost my entire life on the simplest things. And, and I mean, there's times where he's like come through so clutch, it literally saved the day and he did it effortlessly. Right. And I think we would encounter more relationships like that if we're willing to confront the conflict in the relationships that aren't necessarily beneficial to us. You know, a lot of us are holding on to and accepting things that have no benefit to us in our lives. And we need to check that like at the door. And it, it's going to take practice. You know, it may be. It may be checking the rude customer service person behind the counter, you know, who has an attitude with you because you asked for extra ketchup. 
It may just be, how do I check this in kindness? It might be checking the person who is like, you know, standing in front of you online or standing behind you uh, online and then they cut you off, right? You might have to check that. It might be the friend who's constantly asking you for a ride all the time, but never goes in their pocket to, to uh, give you gas money. You're going to have to check that. You know, you go out to eat and they're always short. You're going to have to check that because if not, that person's never going to have enough. At the very least, they just stop doing that to you. Even if they don't necessarily change as a person, they stop doing that to you and you free yourself up from that situation. But you have to be willing to confront it. If you aren't willing to confront these issues, what you're saying to the universe essentially is, I don't mind being mistreated. That's it. I don't mind the struggle. I don't mind the conflict. Yes, send anybody who wants to mistreat people my way because I'm the perfect person to take advantage of. I am a-okay with being taken advantage of. And I'm completely comfortable with not holding people accountable for how they treat me. I really hope this blesses someone. I hope it speaks to someone. I hope it helps someone through a trying time in their life right now. I just want to encourage you, please confront conflict professionally with a sound mind. Use kindness. Don't get out here and get ghetto on the people. You don't have to have a ratchet attitude to confront conflict. Learn how to do it. And I can promise you, if you learn how to do it with those around you, when you encounter conflict, you know, in building your business, creating extra streams of revenue, when you encounter conflict, it, it won't be as difficult. You'll see it for what it is. You'll understand that this is a part of the process and it'll be short lived. But if you don't, it'll be something that you consistently run into throughout your life. My name is Matt Reeves. This is Make Your Own Biscuits. I thank you for taking the time to listen. Peace.